Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is WTIC Pet Talk. Today, Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital takes your pet health questions. Whether you have a dog, cat, or hamster, this is a show for you and your best friend. Call in now at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. And now, Pet Talk. Well, good afternoon, and it is a gorgeous afternoon, I must say. We are here at the Farmington Studios. I am Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital, and thank you for joining me today. I, again, I know you've there's so many things going on this weekend. You have so many choices, what you listen to, what you watch, what you're going to do outdoors, but driving over here, it was just incredible. Like I said, I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital, and our role today is to answer as many questions that you have. So I'm going to just open up those phone lines right away and make sure that you have our phone number, which is 860-522-9842. I was here a couple of weeks ago, and um, because as you know, I alternate with Lori Fass, who is the um, pet trainer, and... um, there were so many calls at the end of the show. And it's so if you have something, it, it doesn't have to relate to what I might be uh, bringing to the table today. You can just call about anything, things that are going on, diagnoses, thinking about getting a second opinion. We saw a couple of uh, new patients this week that were just second opinions. And it just helps you kind of sometimes just feel, hey, we're doing things the right way and just getting that reassurance that your veterinarian is in the is giving you the guidance and 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 treating your your pet the way that you want it to be treated and treating uh, correctly. So I believe in second opinions uh, for my own clients and patients as well as for my own household of human beings as well. I really wanted to leave the home my home a little bit earlier today because it was because the weather's just so incredible so i came back over i live in simsbury which many of you know and the studio is here in farmington so back roads is the way i normally take it uh, my trip here but today i took the back back roads and though it was winding and it was hilly and the leaves were yellow and red and you just think, hey, there is nothing but all's good here. It's not too hot to take your dogs for a walk or a run. There's, you know, we don't have to worry about them burning their paws because the, the pavement is too hot. 
I am a sweater weather person, so I absolutely enjoy this weather. But October is also a time when we think, okay, especially as we're heading into the end of October, we have several holidays that are coming up. And the the first one um, that is going to be kind of affecting you, your family members, and your four-legged family members is obviously Halloween. And it is supposed to be a really you know, fun holiday. But again, you know, we have to think of what this holiday is like for our pets. And it comes for our furry friends. It comes with its own sets of hazards for our pets. And we just want to make sure that we don't, our pets receive, don't receive any tricks this this year, just treats and not candy treats, not treats that are not um, safe for our pets. And sometimes I know we've talked about this before, but it's nice to be reminded, and so many individuals have gone ahead and they have um, adopted new pets, or they've gone ahead and gone with a breeder and gotten a new a new puppy or a new kitten. So we got to be. The, I just want to go through a few lists before we take our first phone call uh, about things like glow sticks. You know those things that people uh, have for their kids to be safe walking out in the dark, and pets, especially cats find the glow sticks to be a lot of fun and they'll find them and they often bite them and puncture them. And while most of those glow sticks are labeled as non-toxic, they do have an extremely bitter taste. So pets who uh, bite into them may begin drooling and racing around the house. Um, So if you can give them a little uh, treat, you know, maybe even put a little bit of a chicken broth on their lips, I think that would be the ideal thing to do and make sure that you've got um, maybe even a little milk if you have to. But if you you can usually give them a treat, that really helps tremendously. The other thing uh, is small plastic toys or costume accessories. And we're going to talk about putting costumes on your pets a little bit later in the show. But these things also are just too tempting for dogs in particular and cats to start chewing on. They can choke. It's a choking hazard. And um, some of that plastic can even be toxic. Candy, you're all thinking, oh, we know. We know about candy. You know, we know all about chocolate. You've talked about it before. We read about it. But I'm also going to make sure that you know what types of chocolate are the most dangerous. And also there is something, um, we have a chocolate toxicity calculator where you can just go online and figure out at home if the amount of chocolate that your pet has eaten is dangerous or not. The other thing is any products that have xylitol, which is a supplement, a sugar supplement, and um, also known as a birch sugar. You want to stay away from that. And I know some humans do have that, some peanut butter, but xylitol. And I always spell it X-Y-L-I-T-O-L. And like I said, if you have uh, people that like to dress up their pets, we want to make sure those costumes are not too tight. Which ones are safe? We'll talk about like that I said a little bit later in the show. And please, please, if you can identify your pets with a permanent pet ID, and we talk about microchipping, that would be good because a lot of them do get scared. No matter how confident they may be most days of the year, Halloween can just be so different. You've got so many different people coming over. I'm so, going to be on hi, the radio for a minute. Yes, you are going to be on the radio. <laughs> 
Welcome oh, to I'm the sorry. show. No, what's your first name if you want to share? Thank you, Sandra. <laughs> Sandra. Hi there. I'm Dr. Dennis. So can we help you today? Yes, I have an Ari Pay and he's a year old. Okay. And he's always chewing on my furniture. I buy him chewable toys. He's, yeah. He don't he don't like the toys. Um and I'm wondering what type of bone could I get him so he could be busy chewing on a, something that will last for uh, at least 15 minutes. Okay. So, yeah, that's a lot. So the bone, you're not talking about a, like a, um, something that comes from um, a butcher shop. You're not talking about that. You're talking about something that you can get in the pet store, I, I assume. Right, because I got him a pork bone mm-hmm. and... Uh, a medium-sized one, yeah. and that lasted him like 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it, a lot of them, they will chew right through things, and there's some bones, obviously, that you know that are, are safer than others. How much would you say he weighs? You're, he weighs 25 pounds. Okay, good. I I like something that keeps them busy. Uh, I love, have you ever tried the Kongs, K-O-N-G, where you can put things inside, like peanut butter and treats inside and keep them busy? Yes. Okay, and he doesn't eat those, or he's not attracted to those, even with treats inside? He goes through it like no tomorrow. It only lasts him like 10, 5 minutes, okay. and, I, and I got him the big, big one. Okay, but he, so he gets the treat out of it, he, and then once the treat's right. gone. Have, have you tried peanut butter or some of the, um, they have like, actually it comes in a tube that Kong, the Kong company actually produces that you can kind of squirt inside, so... That just doesn't last long enough. No. Okay. Well, then the other ones that I, I mean, sometimes, you know, their teeth can break on these sometimes, but um, you have to be very careful and always be with them. But the ones that they, something called Nyla bones or gumma bones are also something that tends to keep them busy. What I usually recommend doing is soaking it in like some chicken broth um, overnight. Right, and then throw it in the microwave? Uh, I don't really throw them in the microwave, no. Uh, I, I don't like doing that. Um, I just, even if, even if you just kind of like put some chicken broth in the microwave in a bowl, warm it up, and then just put the Nyla bone or gumma bone bone in there just so it kind of soaks up that flavoring. And though I would get a, a larger size of those, and those they don't tend to go into. I don't care how strong their jaws are in, in 15 minutes. You should get much more time out of it. The other thing is I don't know if you're okay. in a situation where you can exercise. As much exercise for these young, active dogs so they're not chewing on the house, that is key, keeping their minds busy, keeping them t- – you're almost trying to tire them out as, as much as possible. That's another thing. I take them to the dog park. We're there for about two hours, and yeah. he's running and jumping. and. Good barking and everything and for two hours he's yep. doing this all right and, and i get home and it's like nothing <laughs> then you have a super super active you almost might need to we might do have to do six hours a day but i mean he will be a little bit calmer the other last thing you might do is something called they have these little food puzzles that might keep it. You want to keep that mind as stimulated as possible. Uh, stimulate as possible. But I do not like using um, beef bones, knuckle bones, um, pork bones. I just because I, as a veterinarian, will tend to see those the bad things that happen with that. 
Um, even, oh, okay. Okay, so I would really caution you, and I'm sure your veterinarian would say the same thing, caution you about having any of those um, products in the house for them to eat, especially when you've got someone that's as intense as he is. But um, listen, I thank you so much for your call because, again, we, we, we talk about this often when we have new clients and or new puppies coming through the door, what's safe and not safe for them to chew on. But I would try to try some of those food puzzles, and you could put little um, pieces of uh the regular dog kibble in there and that should help to keep them busy too so i'm going to wish you a lot of luck and make sure that we want to keep them safe so we're going to take a quick break unfortunately or fortunately and we'll be right back with more pet talk on wtic news talk 1080 It is that time of year. It is the end of October. We're heading in there with, obviously today is absolutely gorgeous, but we have October 31st and the weekend before the parties are going to be happening. So we are here on Pet Talk reminding you how to keep your pets safe. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital here to answer any questions that you might have, uh, again, in terms of keeping your, your pets safe, but also many of you are dealing with serious issues with your pets from Cushing's to d- disease to diabetes uh, to torn ACLs. And you, I'm sure when you receive a diagnosis from your veterinarian or veterinarians, you go home, you go to Dr. Google, and sometimes it, the information you're getting is not as thorough as it should be. So you always want to go ahead and talk to your veterinarian if you have questions. And don't feel that you're ever rushed. We're here to explain things as, as much as possible. But if you've had this recent diagnosis and you just kind of want to run it by me, that's what I'm here for. Uh, also, again, what you can do and at home to make sure your pets stay as healthy as possible. So I think if you want to give us a call, then it's 860-522-9842. Well, you know, we only, the the hour goes by so fast. I'm going to encourage you to call. Our our producer, Kevin, is is waiting for those calls and um, he will line you up and make sure that you, you get into our queue So um, as promised, uh, we have a couple of people that are ready to go. So let's take our first first call right now. How are you? Hi, this is Dr. Dennis. Can you hear me okay? Yes. um, Am I on? You are on. You're on Pet Talk. (laughs) This is Jack from Newington calling. Hey, Jack. And I have maybe a little tip for that lady that has a dog, a 25-pound dog that chews everything. Excellent. Yeah. My daughter has a Boston Terrier. Maxwell just celebrated his 18th birthday. Maxwell, 18? Happy birthday. Yep, in August he turned That's 18. That's great. But anyhow, when he was younger, he's slowing down now, but mm-hmm. when he was younger, yeah. balls, anything, he'd tear up. Yeah. We'd even get him stuff for big dogs. Right. He had a large mouth and he had a strong jaw. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd nipped when he was a puppy and stuff, but he got over that. But he would tear nyla bones apart. Oh, my goodness. He would tear everything apart. And he'd shake them so hard, I thought his eyes would fall out. Yeah, yeah. Well, in any case, what they finally came up with, my daughter and her husband, they bought these big plastic balls. They seem like in uh, 
Walmart or different stores where they're in like a cage. You know, they're about 15 inches in diameter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loved that. And he would just bounce it around. I mean, he almost was as big as the ball then. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he could not get his jaw around it. He tried it first. and mm-hmm. He tried, but he found out he could push it around with his nose. That's a great idea. I, I, I like that. And then so it just kept him busy. Well, you know what? When you go out and play with him, you go out with that ball and put it up in the air. He'd bounce it off his nose, and he'd jump two <laughs> or three feet off the ground. <laughs> That's <laughs> adorable. You know, when, and, and along the lines of, of balls, I know a lot of people um, will use tennis balls and, um, you know, throw those. They have those little flickers that will kind of throw them far. Right. I, I will say from I am not a fan of tennis balls because even though, um, you know, Yes, they can tear them up, but I tend to see some many dogs that you can tell that have used caught tennis balls most of their life. Their teeth start to wear down. You can just see the enamel is being eroded away. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And we see that quite frequently. And I will even when I see a patient, especially someone that's like six years old and a new patient, and I can see look. I always look in their mouths, see how their teeth are, their tartar, their gums. And I will, when I see the, this unusual wearing of the teeth, I will usually ask the owner, you know, do you use tennis balls? And I would say 90% of the time they say yes. So you know, I would I, stay away from tennis balls, just, a, just an aside to what you're, at, you're yep. saying here. Um, I was going to ask you a quick question. Sorry. Yeah. Are you a South Catholic High alumni? <laughs> I am. I am, too. <laughs> Are you really, Jack? Class of, class of 1968, <laughs> probably long before you were there. Oh, my goodness, but I have brother-in-laws that were there. Yep. Um, uh, my, my husband is, um, the last name is Randy Levine is my husband. So his brothers were no. older than him. Yep. That's, that's our South Catholic connection. I know this has nothing to do with pet talks, so I apologize. <laughs> Ricky Levine, Land, Randy Levine was that's their right. father replacement. Yes, you got it. I know them. Yeah. You yeah. know, the school for those, um, where this is, was in the South end of Hartford. It is no longer in existence. I know. Uh, you know, and I think we, we still have this little club of, um, South Catholic alums that are very proud of our of our school and we kind of you know it, it, you're part of the family as soon as you could say you South do me Cat- a favor sure could you call me sometime you've got my number on the board right yes could you call me sometime and give me some details on that I don't want to hold it up on the air all right that we will do that and if not you know because we're having a little bit of technical difficulties in our studio today so that's why um call the Bloomfield Animal Hospital and we'll make sure okay 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 you could do that for me all right Jack it was nice talking with thanks you so much doctor <laughs> thank you and okay. thanks for that suggestion I like that big um that big ball idea so hopefully they will take take advantage um Someone else will pick up on that. But again, we want to keep them, um, those young dogs. There's two things that I'm seeing. Now that people are going back to work out of their homes, that I see that we're having more behavioral issues for those individuals that adopted dogs, that bought new dogs. And the, the, we have to remember that we, we, do, we, we have to spend time for them. We have to make sure that we carve out time, get up earlier than we were getting up. One, we have to get up earlier now because those of you that weren't really dressing nicely for work have to do that. And, and secondly, get that exercise, get them going. Just if you can keep their minds and their bodies busy, it will be very helpful. Which leads me to the second observation that I've been making. I have seen also an increase in anxiety in my patients. 
my new patients, even some of the the patients that were with us before COVID, because now they are being left alone in the home. They don't want to be left alone. And we try to prepare for this. We try to prepare you and about getting them used to being alone little bits at a time. But I'm going to really in, encourage you to speak with your veterinarian about what you can do about this anxiety. There are some medications. There's little tips that you can do at home. And again, I'm not here. I can't prescribe anything for your pets, but let, let's not ignore that at home. We can do things to help your quality of life and help your pet's quality of life. You do not have to be, um, you know, where you can't go out at all and not feel guilty about it. But this is something I want you to think twice about. And as you are adopting and buying new pets, also keep that in mind. We have to give them some alone time so that they're more and more confident. All right, I've got to take our news break, and then I'll be right back for more phone calls and more pet talk on WTIC News Talk 10. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Lady. Can you tell what our theme of the day is? Hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis. I'm from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital, and we're talking about how to keep your pets safe for Halloween. Uh, the bumper music is um, brought to you by Justin Levine, who takes to um, do a fabulous job tying in our message that we're trying to bring for the day. And it is all about being safe while you're having fun with your pets. Uh, I feel that we have um, the most beautiful day out there. And, you know, everything looks great. It's sunny. We're not worried about, you know, eating things that they shouldn't be eating. But that... Another dark, soon we'll be having a dark night on Halloween, and it can be um, it can be quite dangerous for many, many different reasons. We're going to open up the phone lines again. And again, we have 25 minutes before the end of the show. It all goes by so fast. So give us a call at 860-522-9842 for any of your questions. I'm always amazed at how many 
individuals will um, somehow, whether it's some uh, a place socially or at the animal hospital itself, that talk about hearing the show and they enjoying the show, which is always makes me it's quite the compliment um, because again we're trying to make sure that we educate. I guess we're entertaining too, but yet at the same time, you don't want to do anything um, that's that's boring or inaccurate. And we try to bring only the best information to you. But you know, they then they'll maybe time will ask me a question, and I'm like, "Well, call. We're very friendly on the phone. We're um, in what, and your questions will help other people. I mean, again, sharing the information. You, we're all in this kind of pet world together." And we can go ahead and make sure that we um, help each other out. So feel free to call at 860-522-9842, and Kevin will get you in the queue. I told you I was going to talk about Halloween and costumes. And, you know, you see on these cute little adorable Internet images, you know, where the pets are wearing the costume, they look happy, and sometimes they don't look so happy. But you feel like, well, if they can do it, I can do it, Um, you know, but I know I have one dog and one cat. If I put a costume on them, they would be absolutely miserable. Uh, I, I just know it. I know their personalities. So I stay away from all that. But you have to remember that a costume can annoy or, or it can frighten dogs. And you're already going to have a stressful time period if people are coming to your home, if they are um, ringing the doorbell. I try to minimize doorbell ringing. And I'm, I'm sure you, some of you try to do that as well. But if you are going to buy a costume, let's just make sure it's loose and it's not too tight. You want your pet to be uncomfortable. And I have seen dangerous wounds because sometimes those elastics that come, maybe come down on the legs are too tight and they cause swelling and pain. And then the, the pet will kind of chew at this area. Sometimes, um, you know, it, it's almost like, or you put something on their fur and make a ponytail, and as a person that has very um, sort of tight hair myself, I mean, it hurts if those uh, ribbons and those uh, antennas or whatever you're going to put them on are not fitting comfortably. The other thing, we've got bits and pieces of costumes that can sometimes cause tripping hazards and allow someone to step on it for your pet and for yourself. If you make or buy a costume, keep it comfy, non-restrictive, Do not put any paint of any kind directly on your animal. And I know sometimes we do that, put that face paint on our children, on ourselves, but please do not put that on your pets. Some dogs will try to eat parts of their costume, so watch them constantly if they're going to wear one. And if the costume involves a mask, make sure that they can see, right? And and that's why I, I personally don't ever like wearing masks for my costume um, because I need to be able to see and I don't wear, I wear glasses instead of wearing contact lenses. So make sure your pets can see. That's so, so important. Also, for those of you that know that you've got um, a dog or cat that you're, that wants to come to the door, I would try to put them in a quieter place because you open up that door, someone's yelling trick or treat, They don't look like humans based on their costumes, and our pets will bolt out of the door. We do know that uh, after 4th of July, 4th of July is the number one evening or time period that dogs are brought to the pound that are just found caught running loose in the the streets. Um, 
Halloween is the second most popular night for that to happen. So again, they will bolt out. They will get hit by cars. So if you can keep your dogs and cats in a, in a closed room, someplace where they've got some nice treats, um, they may or may not hear, you know, the, the people ringing the doorbell. Uh, you might just also have, you know, where you're not, you just got your door open or you have a glass door where you can see people coming. But again, you know, talk to your to veterinarian. And if you feel they need something to just take the edge off, not only for this holiday, but for we've got Thanksgiving and, and holidays coming up in December for those holidays as well. And again, let's not forget our cats. You know, we sometimes they kind of hide and find their own place, but they can all of a sudden come out of nowhere and just bolt right out of the door. And if you have a black cat, please don't let them go outside. Uh, we have we they just seem to be at a um, and I want to say this the right way. They're at risk during this time of year. You think that not everyone is a pet-loving individual. So please, I would keep your cats inside, during whether they're orange or black. I I don't really care, but um, I would keep them inside if if possible. But definitely the black cats, let's do that as well. And then let's talk a little bit more about the the poisoning of... um, I want you to just, even if you cannot remember, I have different websites um, to go for look when evaluating chocolate and whether it's something you have to worry about. Because of the way that chocolate is made, we do know that your dark chocolate is the worst. In term, but it, the one that's even a step above higher is that chocolate that you cook with. That's horrendous. But I want, before we start breaking all that chocolate business down i just want you to i like the pet md uh website that's pet md they it's some i have another website but only i can go on it as a veterinarian but it really is ideal for you to know what the they have a chocolate intoxication calculator it's very easy to use and that's a chocolate toxicity calculator and if you forget pet md just go ahead and type that just google dog chocolate toxicity calculator or dog chocolate calculator and what it does it you put in the weight of your pet you put in the type of chocolate that your pet has eaten and how much and then you will get an instant reply about whether well you don't have to worry about it it's very mild what they've eaten or you need immediate attention it runs that whole gamut so I want you to, oh, this way you can kind of know what you need to do. Emergency hospitals are busier than ever now. We've talked about that before as well. But at least you can kind of have an idea. The other thing I want you to have ready to go, but don't use it without information or without approval from your veterinarian or the emergency hospital. I want you to have a fresh bottle of hydrogen peroxide. That is that bottle that is brown. And some of us have it in our medicine cabinets, and we've had it the same bottle for seven years. Let's get a fresh bottle and just have it handy because sometimes we will recommend if someone has eaten chocolate and sometimes other things too, but chocolate um, is our topic right now. And what you can do in terms of giving them something, it will, you don't want to use it in cats, but in dogs, it some, will sometimes allow your dog to bring that chocolate that they've just eaten and evacuate their stomach. So just have it handy. You could even put a date on it with a Sharpie when you bought it. But hydrogen peroxide is something to have really, really handy for them. 
The other thing, and I'm just having you write a list of all these things I want you to have down, and that is the phone number for the ASPCA Poison Control. Please give us um, a moment, pick up a pen, and write 888-426-4435. Just give them a call. They have professionals that you can talk to that will help guide you what you need to do. And again, whether you need to take them to the emergency hospital, what you might be able to do at home, that really is very helpful. And just common sense wise, common sense, if you've got uh, your dog has eaten a bag of those Reese's peanut butter cups, let's say that's chocolate, right? But it's milk chocolate. But it's got lots of peanut butter in there, too. So that is not as bad as eating like a bat same amount or 16 ounces of Hershey Kisses, which is all chocolate because you're eating a lot of peanut butter as well. So keep that in mind. And like I said, just having a little bit of common sense that's because you want to do the right thing without panicking. And if we could go, the first step would be let's not even have it available to our pets when we bring it home. I don't even bring mine in the house right now. I've got the Halloween candy. I picked some up a couple of days ago. I'm, I have it in my car uh, because I have not had a chance to really put it up high um, for both my cat and my dog not to get to it. So let's store it safely. Let's not put our bags down when we come into the house and put it on the on the floor and have them eat it. So just some common sense things to how we can keep our pets safe uh, during this Halloween business. All right, but it should be fun, right? We can, we can make it lots and lots of fun at the same time. So we're going to take our last break of the afternoon, and then we'll come back with more Pet Talk right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back. You're at the last segment of the veterinary edition of Pet Talk. I'm Dr. Andrea Dennis from the Bloomfield Animal Hospital. And you can go to our website, BloomfieldAnimalHospitalCT.com, and you can see the beautiful pictures of our hospital. You can see our staff, which is, they're absolutely wonderful. And um, we have some nice articles from how do you, what do you do if your dog eat or cat eats chocolate to um, we're, we're seeing, um, and I know people are using it quite a bit, is what to do if your dog or cat gets skunked. Because the skunks are a little bit more active this time of year. And we have, that is something that I, I know you people are saying, oh, yes. And because the old treatments of the past are, are not effective and we've learned a lot more. So we've got some nice recipes, what to do with your pets if they are indeed um, sprayed by a skunk. So before I wanted to um, talk a little bit about with our last 10 minutes, uh, talk about you bringing your pets to the animal hospital, my veterinary hospital or clinic, and what you should be asking your veterinarian about when you go for your annual visit. But before we do... I just want to wrap up. I know I've been talking about chocolate a lot, but I just want to make sure that you know how dangerous some of the types of chocolate are. So the one that's the most 
dangerous is the unsweetened baking chocolate. It's basically just straight chocolate liqueur, and it contains 50 to 60% cocoa butter. That should never be at a level where your pets can get to. And I know some of you are bakers, and please, that is the absolute worst. Next comes in line is the dark chocolate. And then we've got our semi-sweet chocolate. Milk chocolate is probably one of the lowest. It only carries about 10% of the chocolate liqueur in it. And basically white chocolate is not chocolate. But we don't really see white chocolate this time of year. That's more something that we individuals will buy. And again, chocolate is not just because of the toxicity where we can really, they can vomit and diarrhea, seizures, their heart could race. We also have even milder symptoms of something like pancreatitis. And we have been seeing, um, for some reason, we have diagnosed a lot of pancreatitis this summer, and I'm not quite sure why. And these dogs in particular are very uncomfortable in their abdomen. Sometimes they'll vomit and sometimes they just won't eat. And the only way we can really diagnose this is through doing blood tests. Sometimes ultrasounding the abdomen is important to do. But if they eat a fatty substance like chocolate, it can lead to pancreatitis. So I know, I I think I'm done. I think I'm done with that. There's nothing else I want to add. I just don't, it's something that we can prevent. So just want to make sure that you um, have as much information as possible with that. So I know we've got about uh, a few minutes later. It doesn't look like I have any calls, but calls are always welcome. Two weeks ago, we started about what you should be asking your veterinarian when you do go and what you should be asking if your veterinarian is not asking you or their veterinary technicians are not asking you that um, what you should have a list. And we talked about, is your pet at a healthy weight? That's super important. Um, any behaviors that you feel are odd. I have um, had several patients recently that are getting a bit older, 10 years old, 12, 14. And the um, owners, when I've asked them about any change in behavior, we do see some things. And it's, I think when they start getting at that age, some of that nighttime behavior is related to cognitive dysfunction. And yes, dogs do have cognitive dysfunction. Cats do as well but we have medication that can really help that for dogs. We don't quite have it yet for cats, but this is something that don't just keep this inside and feel that it's just you. We've, we, we know about it. We have dealt with it with other patients and there's things that can help so that you're not up all night with your, as your pet's getting older and, and with that we can help their quality of life. I want you to ask them, does my pet actually need a, a dental cleaning? We've talked about dental care. Uh, how you, if you could start early on brushing some of your uh, pet's teeth, that would be ideal. Those that are coming in with new young puppies, we have that dialogue very early on. If you're adopting a dog that's 14 months old, two years old, six years old, it may be harder to teach them how to accept um, having their teeth brushed. But if you can at least try and try to, again, there are um Google that that you can look at. There are YouTube videos that may help you with that. I don't force them. There's no reason to actually force them to have their teeth brushed. You want it's just not going to work. They're going to fight you. But if you can gradually build them up to licking the toothpaste, then going ahead and having the uh, and on the licking the toothbrush, it can be really such an important part of their 
uh, their medical care. We do know that periodontal disease does lead to heart disease. It can. It can lead to, to kidney disease. And so ask them, because we always look at the teeth, but ask them, and sometimes we'll say, yeah, there's a little periodontal disease, and you're like, okay, well, what does that mean, and what should I do? Just come out and ask, do I need to have my, my pet's uh, teeth cleaned? We also have liver diseases that will come from that as well. So we can do it um, safely cleaning their teeth. We use um, an ultrasonic cleanser cleaner that will kind of break down. Their tartar is not like ours. Ours is relatively on the softer side compared to dogs and cats. Theirs is almost like rock. So you need to have a, um, a, a dental cleaner that can actually break that down. Another thing, do does my pet at this age need a blood test? The reason that we like to do blood tests is that we, that information that we get from a chemistry or a CBC gives us a clue as what's going on inside your pet's body. And even if they're healthy, say we've got, um, we can get a baseline, especially when they start, when they're on the age of six, seven years old, I highly recommend doing a baseline of a blood test so that you know what is, where is my cat or my dog's normal? So that's something too, and you know most of most of you do realize that when we are testing for heartworm disease in dogs, that is a blood test. It's not a stool test, it's a blood test. So we're gonna draw blood when we're doing our yearly heartworm anyway, so why not have a little bit more blood drawn and look and see what our kidneys are, how are they functioning? What's the baseline? We Many times we look at four or five different liver disease, uh, enzymes. What is, what is that baseline? What does that look like? We can check and see, is the glucose starting to get a little high? Are we becoming pre-diabetic, just like they do in people? So ask if you feel that uh, if your veterinarian or the veterinarian uh, is recommending to do a blood test, because we need to know that you're, we don't want you to feel like we're forcing you to do a test, but also recommending what, what's the best, what's the best medical uh, treatment. And, and it's all about prevention and what can we do by doing that? And the blood tests are very, very helpful. And of course, you always bring a stool sample if you can to your regular visits. We're going into a cooler weather, and a big question that people ask too is, should, do I have to stay on my flea and chick medication? That's, that's a personal choice for folks. If they really, I recommend it um, because of the fact that we never know if we're gonna have a really cold winter or somewhat warmer. Um, and with that, it's you can have ticks that are hiding. You can have ticks that are um, gonna be problematic. And your dog or, will, or your cat will put their heads in the bushes and then these ticks will attach. Now, they are not as active in terms of transmitting disease when it gets colder, but it's still possible. So I do recommend staying on flea and tick medication for the year. If some people want to stop for January and February, that's their choice. But that's in contrast to heartworm prevention where most people are giving their pet a monthly product to prevent heartworm. That should be all year round. We don't want to take any chances. We have uh, had several cases this year of heartworm from dogs that are coming from the South. And heartworm, the treatment, there is treatment there, but it's expensive and it's painful. So keep track of those things as being different. Heartworm prevention is, these heartworms are transmitted by a mosquito 
that we want to do all year round. And I'm recommending flea and tick prevention for, for the year. But again, you talk with your veterinarian about that and at least have that dialogue when you go. Also, if you feel a lump or a bump, we run our hands over all our pets, all our patients when we see them. But sometimes those tiny ones, you know they're there. Make sure you point it out to us. Make sure that you say, hey, I I, I saw a bump there, but now it's not there. Uh, Can you look again uh, for me? Or sometimes I feel it and sometimes I don't. I would say for the most part, most of the growths on the skin you know, where you can see an actual kind of like a, you're going to call it a wart, but they're usually in the cyst family. Make sure your veterinarian takes a look at it. We're happy to do a a fine needle aspirate or a little, uh, what we call a biopsy, a needle biopsy if needed. And then there's those bumps that are underneath the skin. Those many times we can't, we do have to do, take a sample in order to know what it is. And then we can guide you. Is it something we can watch or is it something that should be removed right away? The most common lumps that we see are lipomas. Those are fatty t- tumors. They're, they're made up of organized fat. And I have seen so many individuals come in if they've moved from a different area or they've moved from another uh, part of the country. And these lipomas start off like about an inch or two or an inch and a half. And people are just watching them and waiting for them to grow. And my best advice for those lipomas are... Remove them when they're smaller because they're only they're not going to go away and most of the time they're only going to get bigger. And if you remove them with us um, when they're a smaller size, this can be done without complete anesthesia. You can do it with just a sedative and a local block, which is like a type of Novocaine so they don't feel it. And you remove them when they're smaller because what happens is as these growths, these lipomas grow slowly, You now have a dog or a cat that may be 12 years old. You're a little bit, and now this growth is pretty huge. It's in their armpits. It's on their sides. It's it's having problem. It's interfering with them walking. And you're gonna you're gonna like say, why didn't we do something six years ago when it was smaller? Okay. So try to have that conversation with your veterinarian. Not only look at these lumps and bumps that I'm feeling. But also, what should we do about it? I'm willing to do what you recommend. So have that conversation, okay? And then the last thing, too, before um, I know we have to go um, in about a minute, is the uneasy part is talking about the bill. Nobody is likes talking about money. I think it's important, too. It is, those of you that do not have insurance... And we've done shows on pet insurance and we will do future shows about pet insurance. But we are um, asking you to take care of your pets medically and it is taken, it, you are taking it from your, from your budget. And you should be prepared as much as possible. So what we think, what I think is very important is let's talk about the money and let's go ahead and give an estimate and we, our staff is really wonderful about telling you what is really a priority. We can do it all, but if we need to kind of stay within a, a, a certain um, financial realm at this point in time, let, let's maybe we can do this now and do something else later. But don't, please make sure you talk about the financial side. No one should be surprised about a bill. We're talking about inflation. Veterinary medicine has also been hit by inflation. Do not feel uneasy about talking about that aspect. Okay, we completely understand. 
All right, I guess on that positive note, I'm gonna I guess it's time for me to go. We'll see you in a couple of weeks and thank you for watching. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.